0: Welcome to Casa Grande Chats, a podcast dedicated to the Loud House spin-off series, The Casa Grandes, and I'm your host, Sunny, and welcome to Episode 7 of Casa Grande Chats. So, today is going to be quite the podcast, because not only is there a lot of news to talk about, there's also a lot of episodes to discuss. Because the last week we had Tales of Woe and Last on Earth and New Haunts premiere, then this week we also had Can't How We Wait, A Mud Above, and Crow premiere, so there's a ton of episodes to discuss, and there was so much news that came out this week! I cannot contain my excitement to talk about all this new stuff that we are getting, all this new content, all of this stuff is crazy to me, and I am just so excited to talk about all this stuff that we are discussing today on the podcast. So without further ado, let's get into some CASA news! Hey, it's me, Ronnie Ann. If you like the louts, come meet my family. My mom, my brother, Abuelo, Abuela, Tio Carlos, Tia Frida, my cousins, Carlota, CJ, Carl, and Carlitos, and our pets, Sergio and Lalo. We are the Casa Grandes. As always, before we get into the Casa Grande news, let's jump over to the Loud House, where we actually have some new episodes that are premiering next week, which are Lovebirds and Rocket Men. I remember when these two titles were announced, we all thought that Lovebirds was going to be about a ship. So we're all like, okay, is this a Lil Manny episode? Is it a Saluna episode? Is it a Lobby episode? Is this a Roddy Kid episode? Is this a Lenny X Chaz episode? What episode is this? And I remember discussing this with some of my friends, and most of them had thought that, but some of the people were like, it's probably about the Loud Pets. It's probably about Walt because he's a bird. And of course, it's about Walt. <laughs> so, uh, for Lovebirds, after Walt's failed attempt at romance, Charles, Clifton Gio Geo try to find their pal a love connection. So it's a Loud Pets episode, and I think, um, Inked, if you're out there listening to this, you're obviously very excited for this one, I know it. As for the rest of us, allows pet episode really <laughs> like the last we had pets Peace, which was back in season two is regarded as one of the, not really a very great episode. I know a lot of people don't really care for it, nor really anybody praises it. I did talk about it on the Loud Crowd podcast, where I did a review of it, and I also wasn't a big fan of it. I haven't watched it in such a long time. I think it is interesting just to see the pets have their own personalities though. And they've done a lot of Loud Pet stuff in the comics, so we haven't really seen an actual episode about them. But man, can you just imagine someone came into the room and said, hey guys, I have a great idea. What if we did a shipping episode, but with the Loud Pets? Genius. <laughs> They're all like, um, you know we have other ships we can, we can explore, right? Wanny, Saluna, Lennyx X-Chaz. No, oh, no, 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 no. Loud Pets. Perfect, <laughs> you know? Like, I'm not just whoever decided on this idea, but I don't think a lot of us are excited for this one, just because, again, it's a Loud Pet episode, and most of us don't really care about the loud pets and there's probably some people who do and if you're out there great like you inks. don't get me wrong I love your loud pet art it's fantastic um but I don't think all of us are very excited for this but I hope that maybe this episode that because we're thinking this episode might not be as good they throw a curveball at us and make it like one of the best episodes of the entire show you know where it's like oh we're, we don't really care about this episode and all of a sudden they just like throw fast one at us and it's like oh my gosh, that was the greatest episode ever. You never know. You never know. So they could, they could pull a surprise on us. So I will be optimistic, but I'm not really looking forward to it. It's just like, okay, here's a loud pet episode. All right. We didn't ask for it, but here you go. It's like how, yes, by the way, there's going to be a flip episode in the future. You didn't ask for it, but here you go. (laughs) So yeah. And then there's Rocket Men. Lincoln and Clyde begged their parents to let them go to space camp, but it's not as fun as they expected. So, there was actually a promo that premiered right after Croak premiered today for uh, Rocketman and uh, the, the club episode with uh, Roddy and Sid. And when I saw the promo for that episode for Rocketman, I am super hyped now. That promo looked fantastic. Like, those clips I saw from that promo... Made it look like one of the best episodes of the show, and after Last Line on Earth, when I talk about it, I think the Crichton episodes have redeemed themselves. I mean, King of the Cons, that's in the past. Like, what's left? What's left? Let's forget that King of the Cons ever happened. It's fine. Whereas La- Last Line on Earth redeemed itself. Crichton episodes are great. But we're getting another one. As I've said before, we're getting a ton of click episodes. We've gotten so many in season four. We're still getting a lot. It's just the way it has to be. Maybe they're doing click episodes early. So we just get them done with. And then they're going to do other stuff later. But because we're getting so many... What can you do? <laughs> so I, I, again, I'm glad to see another Click clicking an episode. I'm super excited for this one. The promo made it look like one of the best episodes. So I am very, very hyped for Rocketman. I think it will be a very good episode just because uh, seeing like they caught in camp, maybe they they get stuck in the spaceship and they can't get out and stuff. I think it will be a very entertaining idea. And then we got a synopsis for the new Casa Grande episodes that are premiering, which are the two of the clubs and Vacation Days, which we actually already got like sneak peeks slash promos of these episodes and other uh, promotional stuff for the Casa Grandes. We've seen uh, Ronnie and Sid trying to figure out like what kind of club they want to join. We've seen Maria and Ronnie and trying to bond and stuff in other clips. So we've seen this before, but I'll uh, talk about it right now. So, the two of the clubs, Rodian and Sid look for an after-school activity to do together, but nothing seems to be right for, for them both. So, this kind of reminds me of, um it's uh the episode from season two where Lincoln and Clyde want to be in the yearbook and also like the one episode where they wanted to uh spend time together on some uh spring break i think that was kick the bucket list but uh this kind of reminds me of that where it's like Rodney instead of trying to find something to do together to spend time together because we saw that clip where Sid was like oh if we don't spend enough time together we won't have enough hangout time during this time so We've seen promos of them where they're trying to cook together, they're trying to make a robot, they're trying to do wrestling, where Ryan's like, but, like, be aggressive, and Sid's like, oh butterfly. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we've seen a lot of this episode already, so it's not going to really be a big surprise. But I hope it's still good, because, again, it is a Ronnie and Sid episode, and the Ronnie and Sid episode's been great. Well, I mean, the the run was fantastic. I don't say much for room for improvement, but the run was fantastic, so it's Ronnie and Sid, they're great together, so I think there will be a really great episode just for them to find something they have in common. Because so far, you know, they they have had a great friendship, but maybe this episode will show that maybe once they find that activity that they like to do together, maybe they'll find it and have that connection. Or they realize that just because they're both not interested in the same thing, that doesn't mean they can't still be friends and hang out and stuff. And then vacation days. When Maria finally gets a day off, Ronnie Anne has to compete with her family for some much-needed quality time. Now this episode... I am so hyped for, I've been wanting to see a Ronnie and Maria episode for a long time. And I think this episode again will kind of fuel my Ronnie and headcanons because with Ronnie wanting to spend time with her mother, her mother works, used to work, like, double shifts a day and still does long shifts during the city. So Rodian doesn't really get to see her mother as much as she wants to. Even back in Royal Woods, she didn't get to spend as much time with her. So seeing how, like, the other Casagrandes are trying- are giving Maria attention too, and she's giving them their attention, Rodian starts to feel jealous and left out again, like she did back when she lived in Royal Woods, because, like, you're spending so much time with the others that you're not making time for me as we should because I've wanted this for so long and it'll probably make her feel isolated from her mother again, which will make Maria upset because like she knows that Ronnie and wanted to spend time with her, but she keeps getting distracted by everybody else. I think it will be a very, very heartwarming and fealty episode just for Ronnie and to, to realize that even though she wants to spend time with her mother, her mother's getting distracted by everybody and it's just the same old thing and it just really breaks her because, like, this is the same thing that's happened even back when we lived in Royal Woods. I thought, moving to the city, you'd have more time for me, but you really don't. It's, I think it's going to be quite an interesting episode, just maybe it'll give, like, another moment of, ronnie and in her past where she's felt like that she still feels isolated from her even when she lived back in royal woods so i'm just really excited for this episode we've seen a ton of like clips from this episode where ronnie Anne is talking to maria about spending time with her we've seen carlota try to set up up on a date bobby with the splinter carl with the caboose on his caboose so we've seen this episode already but i again i'm just so excited to see maria and ronnie and bond because again we haven't seen much of that other than like relative chaos or even like tiny little bits of here and there so it, it, i'm just really excited to see a mother daughter episode it's what i've wanted from the castagranes it's like the check off the so checking off the list of things i wanted from the show that's not anything else that's biased <laughs> so i'm like yes maria ronian check it off the list there you go then in other loud house news we are getting the halloween special comic that is actually coming out today um, it's for the Halloween Comic Fest. You can only get this comic at your local comic book store. I don't have a comic book store near me, so I can't get it. So if anybody is getting the comic and can post the comic online for people to see, please do. Because I've seen like sneak peeks of it already from the crew who have worked on the comic, and it looks really cute. I think it's like a nice little like continuation from Tricked, where all the sisters in Lincoln are going trick-or-treating this time instead just Lincoln and Clyde. So it'll just be nice to see this little... like. Like continuation of Tricked where they're all going trick-or-treating together. I have no idea what the synopsis or the plot of the the comic is. I don't really think they, they kind of, I don't think they re- revealed it. I think it's just like they're just all going trick-or-treating or something. So I am really uh, excited for this if I get to see it. You know, I don't know who's getting it. I don't know if anybody could show me the comic, but if you do, I'd like to see it. So yeah. And then I think that was all the main show news that I can think of. I don't think there was anything else that came with the main show except for the new episode that we'll talk about later. But let's talk about some Casa Grande news. So this week we got a lot of news with the Casa Grandes. The first thing we got this week was the extended Casa Grande theme song video. So yesterday I was going to a convention with my parents and I sat down at the convention, kind of taking a break from walking around, and I get this notification on my phone saying, uh, new Grande uh, extended theme song, and I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> extended theme song? Like, the theme song's already fantastic, but how can you make it even better than it already is? By adding an extra section of Isabella rapping from the main theme song oh my gosh that part where she sings about you know being in the city and then like hanging out with the people and skating around and stuff like it is beautiful like Isabella has a gorgeous voice like that part was amazing I kind of wish that that was the main part in the theme song rather than like when it jumps to Allie Brooks singing about the the show I wish it was just Roddy and rapping the entire theme song that would be incredible and the best part about this extended theme song video was that they actually animated new scenes for this rather than with the Loud House extended theme song where it's just reused clips. I thought it was just going to be reused clips from like the arc or even the spinoff but no they actually animated new scenes for the the for the extended theme song which was fantastic to get more new like animation and more new screenshots to take of Ronnie Anne because it was super adorable like even seeing like the part where Sid and her family were together and Adelaide just hugs them their hearts around that was so adorable and the, also the best thing about it is seeing again Sid with Ronnie Anne's city friends it is still the craziest thing to me that Sid is with Ronnie and city friends I know if some of Newha's Samir peers and I'm still thinking about that how seeing Sid next to Samir is still crazy but seeing all her city friends with is still the most amazing thing to me but still the most unreal thing to me i never thought it would happen but still seeing them together in this big like this big group of friends i think is the most amazing thing ever from that um excited theme song there was also some nice little clips they had where Ronnie and Sid were hanging out, Bobby and Ronnie Ann were hanging out, and Carl and Ronnie Ann were hanging out. I still love that they're keeping Carl and Ronnie Ann as like well the, the closest like cousin relationship in the Costa Grande like that's really cool that they decided that Carl and Ronnie Ann were the closest because I would have thought her and um, CJ would be the closest if they're like the closest in age since CJ is 13 and she's 11. But to see that her and Carl are the closest of the cousins, I think is great, honestly. So I love that they've kept that little continuity from Role Model where Carl and Ronnie Ann are hanging out together. And then at the end, where Ronnie Anne and all the Casagrande's come together, Maria and Bobby catch her and she goes, dun dun, I cried. I was like, oh my god, she did the dun, dun dun And then she has this cute little laugh at the end of the song and it's like, oh my god, this is amazing. Like, I never thought I needed this. I never thought I needed an extended version of the Casagrande theme song, but it was so amazing to see new animation, a new part of the song, Everything in this extended trailer was like a blessing to me, and it came out so unexpectedly. I think it came out when Isabella and Ally Brooke were doing an interview on some talk show on the same day, so that was kind of cool. But then seeing them actually premiere the extended theme song on there with new animation and all of this stuff, is incredible to me like again they could just reuse clips from the show like they did with the Loud House extended theme song but the fact they actually did new animation for this was great I absolutely adored I appreciate just seeing new stuff from the show because again it is still new so I guess they're like we don't have enough clips to actually put in the extended promo. What if we actually just made new animation? Like, it was awesome. Like, I absolutely adored it. Just seeing, like, the the opening with all the Casagrandes coming out, that in like, waking up and her hair is still down and all... It's still, like, very messy. I love how they kept in when she wakes up from her bed to be, like, having, like, bedhead. I think it's the greatest thing that they kept the continuity with her. And then they just jump right into In the Big City with a Big Familia, and then they just cut to... The, the stuff they have now, and then they have the new stuff in the middle where it's all the new animation, which is wonderful. It's just, I didn't know I needed this extended theme song until now. It is a true, true blessing to get this. So thank you Casa Crew for making, for giving us new content for this extended theme song because I've watched it so many times. I just adore the part where Ronnie is like skating and she's like, hanging in the park, skating in the, you know, hanging in the park, skating at the dark. It's totally fun from Dawn Till Dark the kind of above the amiga above and it's like oh my god this is like so good I absolutely adore it so I was so happy to get this extended theme song and then we got two new sneak peeks um from the Casa Grande's we got like behind the scenes stuff from the Casa Grande's we got one where it's like Carl was like next to a bunch of eyes and then we kind of saw him with like holding something we don't know what episode it's from or it's from an upcoming episode or anything it didn't really give away anything really it was just like carl with a bunch of eyes around him so it was kind of interesting and then Lalo posted a sneak peek with Ronnie and gasping. It was just her being like, <gasps> so I don't know what episode that's from. But again, that's from the upcoming episodes, So That was kind of cool to see as well. It's always nice to see new sneak peeks of the upcoming episodes to give us a little taste of what's coming next for the Casa Grande's. And then, not only did we get the extended theme song for the Grande's today, oh no! <laughs> Oh no, my friends! We got more stuff on the same day! So my friend, Wyoming Parmesan, aka Nat, actually tagged me while I was at the convention again on Discord telling me, oh, I'm gonna make Sunday's day even better than it already is. And I'm telling myself, wait, how could my day get even better than it already is having the extended theme song? And then I get a bunch of screenshots from Nat saying, here's some previews of Living La Casa Loud! Finally, we have gotten previews of Living La Casa Loud, the eighth issue of the Loud House comic, aka the Casa Grande slash Loud House comic. You guys know I've been waiting for this preview for so long, and it exceeded my expectations even higher than it already has. So we got a bunch of sneak peeks from the, from the uh, new comic, which is basically showing the titles of the uh, stories in the comics, some of the character bios that we've seen before, and one sneak peek of one of the comics, which is Little Big Top. But we do have all of the stories that are going to be in Little and Look Aloud, so let me read them to you right now. So we have Little Big Top, Fashion Victim, Snowballed, uh, that's, that's, there's a little, like, line there. Snowballed. <laughs> Study Buddies, City Trickers, Gossip Guy, Life Imitates Art, The Masked Man, Hide and Sneak, Feeding Frenzy, Super Hangout Time Active, <laughs> which is a long line, Rain Rain Here to Stay, Party Animals, Washed Up, at The Great Escape, and My Bobby and Me. So... To me, there is a lot of Casa Grande-related stories here, not a lot from the Loud House. So it is nice to see that we are getting a lot more Casa Grande stories in this issue, because obviously it's called la Casa Loud, so it has to be more... The Casa Grande has to be featured more in this in uh, in this, in this comic. But the best part about this, my friends, is we are not only getting one Roddiken story, we are getting two! 2 men are getting two Roddy Kid related stories. If you see this picture of the- of the titles of the- of the stories and all the previews, two of the preview pictures have Lincoln and Roddy and right next to each other, probably featured in these stories. And I literally had to stop to look at this and be like, is this actually real? Am I dreaming this? Am I literally dreaming this? Is this actually happening? Am I getting two Kid stories for the first time in the comics? This is beyond more than what I ever imagined for this comic because like I talked about in previous episodes was that we only had like Lincoln and and Rodian appear as cameos in each of the stories in one panel. We had the Rodian cameo in the first comic, then we had the Lincoln cameo in, um, in Live Life Loud. But that was like for one panel. They are the only ship in the Loud House that's never had a comic for each other, except for Luandy, because they're not too so going to be a Luandi comic, which my friend Adriana is so excited for, and I, and also JD, if you're out there for listening. But yeah, I'm really excited for the Luandi, uh I'm excited for the Luandi comic too. They deserve it. But uh, besides them, also Roddykin is the main OTP that's never had their own comic together. Lobbies had one. Luna's had a bunch. So Roddykin's been the main one that's never had a main comic. And I was like, okay, so when we got the preview for Livia Costa with Ronnie, with, with Lincoln meeting Sid, I was so excited because I'm like, look, it's gonna meet Sid. But then I see this I see that Lincoln and Ronnie Ann are gonna be featured together in not one, but two stories. That is crazy to me. That is amazing. And the, uh, the best part about it is that the person who's writing the first Ronnie Kid story is writing the second. So whoever this guy is, thank you. I appreciate it. But yeah. I don't know which story Link is going to be meeting Sid. It could be City Trickers, I don't know. Or even the Rain Rain Here to Stay one. I'm really interested in what the Rain Rain one is going to be about. Because it seems like they're standing outside or even inside looking at the rain. So maybe like they wanted to go somewhere and it rained out so they couldn't go, I don't know. But City Trickers, like, the way they're looking at each other is so great. Like, Lincoln's little smile at her is so cute. It's like, it's like she's like kind of like... I don't know, maybe she's planning something, he's just like, man, I've missed this girl. It's like, oh my god. Like, this is a dream come true for me. Because I was so excited for this comic already, knowing there was going to be Ronikin. But the fact that there, there's going to be two stories. I mean, heck, maybe they're uh, together again in another one, I have no idea. Because we all know that yet. We always see the two previews of them together. But maybe they're in another one together, I don't know. My Bobby and me... I'm actually kind of excited for that one because it seems like it's going to be a Bobby and Ronnie Ann comic, and I love their dynamic together siblings. And also the Wanny Epper Hangout Time Active, which is, like, the longest title for a story ever. is crazy. But, man, getting to roddy Roddy-kin stories in this comic is going to be a blessing to me. Like, um, I don't know how Lincoln and Lori are going to be in the city. Like, how they're actually going to, like, um explain that how they're just there or they're just they're just like hey we're here that's okay like Lori has to be in there somehow like I mean unless they just say that Lincoln is just there and we just have to guess that Lori brought him to the city I don't know but again he is there in the city with Roddien um so I am really just I am so so happy when I saw this I am so so happy and of course we have to wait till November 26 for this comment to come out but the wait will be worth it, just to see these two little previews. And we get more previews, if Jeff or someone from Paper Cuts posts the previews again, like they post more in the upcoming weeks to see more Roddykin, I will be so, so happy. And of course with the Wanny too, Again, I, I love Wanny, you know me, my preference is Roddykin, but I, I'm very excited for the Wanny shippers that are getting a Wanny comic, because again, like Roddykin, they deserve a comic as well, so we're getting two ships for the price of one, maybe there'll be a Lobby comic in here too, because obviously Lori has to be there in the city, but we don't know that yet, but I feel like the My Bobby and Me story is a Roddy and a Bobby comic, so I'm kind of excited for that one. But I'm really excited as to seeing the Casa Grande stories too. Especially the masked man. It looks like it's about CJ. Uh, I don't know, like being interested in this wrestler is kind of cool. Washed up. Wait a minute! Isn't there a Loud House episode called "Washed Up"? <laughs> There's a Castagnoli story called "Washed Up." There's literally an episode of TLH called "Washed Up." I don't know how that's that's possible. The other Loud House ones look kind of neat. Uh, Snowballed looks kind of funny just because it takes place during the winter. I think that's kind of neat. Um, but uh, we did see a preview for Little Big Top where it was like Lincoln wanted to go to the circus, but he couldn't. But then he was reminded of all of the Loud sisters are kind of like a circus to him. Which is kind of cute, honestly. I think it was a cute idea. But man, I am just so, so excited for these two Ronitkin stories. I'm so excited for this comic overall. I mean, just just, just pushing aside my bias for a second, all of these comics look great. I'm just so hyped for this because there's a lot of Casa Grande-related stories. Um, but I'm just really, really excited for this issue. So if getting that preview of Living Castle* Casa Lab wasn't enough for you, <laughs> well, on the same day... I came back home from the convention, being so excited about Living La Casa Loud. I'm like, oh my gosh, we're getting two Rodney King comics. We're getting a Wanny. We're getting all this. It's great. It's wonderful. And uh, I check Instagram, and I see Miguel Pluga has posted on his Instagram story. And I'm like, oh, that's great. You know, you probably posted, like, something about the... They had the Nickelodeon haunted house, and they had all the Loud House stuff, and they had the Casa Grande so That was cool. It was a nice little display. They always do that every year, where they have, like, a haunted house with all the character stuff. I think that's really neat. But... I check his story, I'm going through it, I'm like, oh, this is cool, this is cool, this is cool. And then I stop for a moment to see something that I never thought I would ever see, ever. So I look at this, um, I look at this, this, this story, and I see him drawing Ronnie Ann Lincoln. And I'm like, oh, that's cute, that's neat. And then all of a sudden I look above, and I see... That there is a preview of an upcoming episode where Lincoln is in the Casa Grandes. Everybody, it's happening! It's happening! He is coming to the Casa Grandes, everybody. Now, I was gonna talk about this before. But the official Casa Grande Instagram story did confirm that, yes, Lincoln is coming soon. And I've been hearing so much confirmation on this from the past week. Even Isabella, the voice of Ronnie actually did a live stream, and somebody had asked her if Lincoln was coming soon, and she said yes. She even said that she wants Ronnie and to come back in royal, which is great. But, seeing this preview from Miguel, seeing Lincoln and Ronnie in the actual show together, confirming it officially, 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 after hearing it for so long that soon enough, Lincoln is going to appear in the Casa Grande's. This is the greatest moment of my entire life. I already said that for the comics, but this is the greatest moment of my entire life. I have been praying for this for so long now, after hearing all that confirmation that Lincoln was going to be in the Casagrandes, I'm like, yeah, he's going to be in it, but it's not going to be too soon, you know? He's not, he's not going to appear till like, I don't know, the last episode of season one... Nope, he is coming very soon, y'all! He is coming to the Casa Casagrandes! We are getting the Link in the- We are getting a Roddy Kid episode in the Casa Grande's, and I'm so freaking hyped. Now, is he coming to the city? He probably is, obviously. So so Link is coming to the city, and he's hanging out with Roddy, and this is the dream, man. This, this, is, this is what I have been waiting for forever. I'm so, so happy. Like, I'm still looking at this preview thinking to myself- this is unreal. This is so unreal to me. I can't believe this is actually happening. Am I dreaming this? Am I looking at this? Am I imagining this? Nope, this is the real deal. Like, I remember posting about this on Twitter last night, and I was like, I'll just go to bed. Uh, You know, it's probably gonna be a dream. I'll wake up and none of this has happened. So I wake up in the morning, I check my phone, I still see the post I made, and I'm like, this is actually happening. This is actually happening. I can't believe this. I can't believe that not only are we getting two Roddy Kids stories in the Castle out, but Lincoln is going to appear in the Casa Grande's officially. Like, you know, obviously I already, I already knew that he was going to appear, but I didn't think we were going to get an actual preview of seeing him in the show. But to know that- I just imagine Miguel was sitting there, like, mixing the episode. And all of a sudden he's like, you know guys, we haven't uh, destroyed the fandom yet. What if I actually posted a preview of this and see how the fandom reacts and they're all like, God, no, 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 don't you dare do that. You know you're going to make the fandom explode. Ah, oh, trust me, it's fine. They're not going to overreact or anything like that. Then I imagine the next day Miguel wakes up and he's like, What have I done? (laughs) Because the moment I posted this preview, we all flipped out. We just couldn't believe that he did this. I can't believe he did this. Miguel, if you're out there, I just want to say, or if anybody who knows Miguel, I just want to say to you, thank you for posting this because... I've talked about it before. I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting to see Link in the Castle Ground days and to know that he is coming soon. Whatever that'll be, I'm not sure. Could be next month. I have no idea. You know, whatever he's coming is going to be fantastic. And I just wanna say thank you. For making my dreams come true, cause I am so so happy that Lincoln is finally going to be in the Grande's and we are getting another Ronicky episode. Like I am so so happy. Now I don't know if he's going to be meeting Sid officially in the show. I mean, not going to lie, I'd love to actually see just a Ronicky episode with them together. But if Sid appears for a moment and gets to meet him, that'll be really great. I don't know what's going to happen in this episode. The context of this of this preview is so unknown to me. Like. But again, the fact that end is, like, smiling at Lincoln, like, to see how she's so excited for him to be here. And he's just giving her this look like, yeah, I'm like, ugh. Oh. Oh my God! They're catering to all my needs right now. I swear, like it's just it's just so great. And I talked about this with my other friend before. Now that Ann is kind of developed in a way from season one, season two, season three into uh her now Grande version of herself, how will her and Lucas dynamic change, or will it be the same, or how will that work now? Because you know we've always seen them together a few times. So with her actually like. Will her will her personality or any of the things that she's done in the Casa Grande's be any different from how she acted around Lincoln? Or will the dynamic kind of develop more and it will be just really interesting to see that? Like to me, it's so interesting now because it's going to be we're seeing Tex Lincoln with Isabella uh, in. Like the last time we saw Ann with Lincoln it was still um, Bri- Brianna Yieldy playing Ronnie M for her last time in the show. So, I mean, we saw, you know, Lincoln, uh, Texas Lincoln talked to her and Friended, but to have a whole episode with these two now playing their prominent roles together, I think it's going to be an interesting thing to me. I'm really, really interested in how their dynamic is going to play out in this episode, like how they're going to write it, how it's going to play out. Like, it's crazy to me because, again, like, to see Lincoln is going to be in the Casa Grande's you know, Lori, Lori and Bobby are probably going to be in this episode. Lori has to be there, because how else is he going to... How is he going to come to the city without Lori, obviously? She's probably there for another visit. But again, just to see the two together is amazing to me. I, I am so, so happy. Like, I literally... The moment this preview came out, I literally screamed to everybody on Discord about how happy I am for this. Like, I still can't believe that we are getting Lincoln in the Casagrandes. I don't know when it's gonna happen. I don't know when he's appearing. I hope it's very soon. Maybe after the next episodes we get for uh, next week, maybe we'll find out he's coming soon. I have no idea, but I am just so so happy that Miguel posted this. And this is crazy because we got all of this on the same day. We got. The Casagrande extended theme song, we got Live It Castle preview, and then we got the Roddy Kim preview on the same day. I just- it was like a big bomb of Casagrande news, or even Loud House news, or as I like to call it, the Loud House Cinematic Universe, according to the episode Crote when we talk about that, because, yeah, I gonna have a lot to say on the ending of Crote, because I still can't believe that happened. There are so many things that have happened this week, with news where I'm like, I can't believe this is actually happening. Like, it's crazy to me. I mean, I should've been warned. I should've been warned with that, that ending of Crow Tavern where it was like, setting up the set the cinematic universe, and then like, here comes Lincoln and like, the entire world explodes, you know? We got the extended theme song which is like, the tiny little bomb. It's like the bomb that's like, okay, this is cool. We're not really dead yet, but here we are. And then, little cussed loud preview It's like, the medium sized bomb was like, oh my gosh here's the Ronnie Kid, here's the Wandy, here's all this and then Miguel just drops the biggest bomb on all of us and we're all dead. Thank you, Miguel, for just dropping that bomb on all of us and making us so excited for this because, like I said, I'm so, so excited that Link is going to be in the Casa Grande. I know everybody's like, oh my gosh, Sonny, you said that a million times, but I am so, so hyped and I will not shut up about this until the episode comes out. And even when the episode comes out, I'm going to be ranting and raving about how happy I am this episode exists. So, yeah, I got a lot of that out of my system when it comes to my podcast. So, yeah, all of this news has been amazing like this is this this is this news week has been great for just all this news we've gotten for the Loud House and the Casta Grandes. but we're not done yet <laughs> when we come back we are going to be talking about all the new episodes of the Loud House and the Casta Grandes that premiered from last week to this week which is Tales of Woe, Last Lot on Earth, Can't How We Wait, The Mud Above, New Haunts, and Croat when we come back. with my big familia. Every day here is my favorite dia. One big house in our family store. Food and laughter y mucho amor. Dios, abuelos, all of my primos. A dog, a parrot, amigos. We're one big family now. Sundays and Mondays Train. The city sounds that fill my brain Getting the street and grabbing my board It's a big city, so much to explore Hanging on the block, skating at the park It's totally fun from dawn till dark Mercado below me, amiga above Our casa grande is full of love Tios, abuelos, all of my primos A dog, a parrot, amigos We're one big family now And we are back to talk about the new Loud House episodes and the Casagrande episodes that premiered from last week to this week, which is Tales of Woe, Last on Earth, Can't How I Wait, A Mud Above, New Hunts, and Crooked. So, if you thought the news was going to be a lot to talk about, the episodes as well is going to be a lot to talk about. So I'll try to do the best I can to cover these as much as possible when it comes to the Loud House and the Casagrandes. I will try to make the Loud House quick, so we will go th- through them as fast as I can. So, tales of woe is the episode where stella has her music box get stolen and she has all her friends help her try to find this music box so they think some kind of rat beast had stolen her music box because a ton of kids had their stuff stolen years ago so this episode was great for stella i'm so glad they gave her a chance to shine because stella's a great character she's wonderful she's lovable i absolutely adore her and well, we already talked about shipping before but this episode made it way too easy to ship Stellakin, I'm not gonna lie. Like, there was some moments where they were together, and I'm like, So, you're making me conflicted. You know I'm a Roddickin fan, but Stellakin? Oh my gosh, you're making it too easy. I mean, I'm a multi-shipper. I'm a multi-shipper. I ship Lincoln with multiple people. I ship Roddy King, Clinkin, Stellakin, all this stuff. I'm, like, a multi-shipper, so I don't really care. But, uh, there was a lot of Stella in this episode. It made it way too easy. I mean, even there was, like, a Jor moment. I know a lot of people are like, girl, Jor next to Lincoln. Even there was a in moment where Lincoln and Clyde, like, you know, Clyde hung on to to Lincoln's arm. It was like, oh my gosh. So like. But besides the shipping moments, this episode was really good just because... Stella's a really good character, and I like how she is actually the leader of the group now. Like, I don't really think Lincoln was the leader of his friend group. I don't really think they had a true leader. Whereas Stella's kind of taken on the leader role, and I really adore that about her. Like, she's really... Um she really has that leader quality to her, and I really adored that. And I just liked Lincoln being supportive of her, having the friends help her try to find her music box, and eventually she did. So I really did enjoy this episode. And also, And also Norm was the true hero of this episode. <laughs> He was great. But yeah, I absolutely did enjoy Tales of Woe. I thought it was a really, really good episode for Stella. And Last on Earth was the episode where Lincoln and Clyde watched zombie movies and thought they were in a zombie apocalypse where everybody goes missing. So this episode was so much better than King of Khans. Like... I don't think I haven't enjoyed a Clinket episode this much since Game Boys. It was such a great, or even anti off, but it wasn't really clinking it was more like Lincoln's perspective, but this was a really good episode for them as a friendship, because I enjoy Lincoln and Clyde's dynamic, but I think their, their interactions together are so organic and so natural. You see how much their friendship means to each other and how well they balance off each other in this episode. I think that the, the interactions are the best part of this episode, but also not only are the interactions actually the best part of the episode, callbacks! We get callbacks! You get a callback, and you get a callback, and you get a callback, yeah! So Lincoln still has the slide thing from season one, I think that was from For Bros About to Rock, or even April Fool's Rules, where he had the slide on the side of the house, and then Lisa's Bunker, which was kind of referenced in No Place Like Homeschool, so they still have the bunker, they had the zombie brain and the store from Cereal Fender, they had the, the, the soup cannon from one, one Flew Over the Loud House, because i thought this was just going to be what flew over the loud house and it kind of was but more like a continuation of that because the fathers went out to try to find their sons they didn't get sick they more like just kind of lost their voices from screaming out their names so much trying to find them so it was kind of like oh i thought they were all going to get sick but no they were trying to find them because there was a huge storm that appeared where everybody had to be evacuated, which you think how Lincoln Clyde would have not heard any wind or noise or anything in Lisa's bunker, unless her bunker is noise-proof, you know, or soundproof, you know, it's that it's that um, good to block out the sound. You would have thought that, like, Lynn Sr. and the McBrides, which, the McBrides returned! That was great! To see Clyde's dads finally return again in the show. We haven't seen them since, like, Antique Off, where it was, like, only one of Clyde's dads. Not the other one, but both of them were in the episode, which was fantastic to see them again. But you would have thought that maybe Lindsay would have checked Lisa's bunker since so they know she has one. I mean, it was so cute when Lisa was like, oh, how did you get into my bunker? You know, the code is that hard, and they're like, it's your birthday. <laughs> I love how Lisa, even though she's a genius, really is still a kid. And it's like, oh, darn, you know, it's my birthday. How easy is that? <laughs> but yeah, I thought the episode was just a great clicking episode. And it made me more excited for clicking episodes. If, it, if all clicking episodes are like that and not King of the Cons or even Recipe for Disaster, then I will be really happy for more clicking episodes like Rocket Rocketman. And then this week we had two new lad episodes premiere, which was Can't Hardly Wait and A Mud Above. Can't Hardly Wait was the episode where Lori wanted to get a job. You know to try to find a job to pay off for school which i had guessed a very long time ago that she was getting a job to pay off for fairway and the moment that she opens the door and says oh i got the stuff from fairway i'm like i knew it (laughs) i knew she was gonna try to get a job to pay off for college and all this books and stuff and this episode to me was so relatable because seeing Lori on her first day on the job I related really that so much. I remember my first job. I screwed up on everything I did. And I thought I wasn't good at anything. And like Lori, I found the perfect job for me that I know I'm, I'm good at. With her, it was like she's a manager. And most of us in the fandom have agreed that Lori should be like the head of a company someday. Instead of going to school for golf. But she's still going to school for golf. They're keeping that continuity with Fairway College. So she's still going there. She's still dedicated. I guess that's a good thing, you know. I mean, it's still a good thing that she kept... They kept the continuity with her going to Fairway, but, you know, I'm so upset she's going to school for golf. But, again, the moment that she said, oh, I need to pay for books and stuff for Fairway, I'm like, I knew this entire episode before I even watched it. (laughs) So, I already knew the episode, I already knew it was going to happen, but it was still a good episode. I liked Lisa helping Lori for a bit, that was really nice. I do like the Lori and Lisa Bro TP thing, so that was kind of nice. I was kind of hoping Linky would appear, but he didn't, so, you know. But it was st- but it was also just really great for Lynn Sr. and Lori, because Lynn Sr. obviously is going to miss Lori when she leaves, because he's like, we got to spend more time together, because soon enough you're going to leave. It's like, oh, that's so sad. It's like continuing... The fear from last Thanksgiving where they know Laurie's going to leave eventually. So they want to spend as much time with her. So I think it's really great that Lori is working at his restaurant. So he can spend more time with his with his oldest daughter. I think that's really, really sweet. And like my friend Mitch had said. Now Lori and Lenny have become managers at their jobs. So I think that's a nice connection there. So it was a really good episode just for Lori. It was so much better than Driving Ambition. I mean all the Lori episodes have been great. Driving Ambition isn't really her greatest episode but I still really enjoyed this one just because it was so relatable to me, it actually hurt my soul <laughs> and how relatable it was. And then there was the episode of Mud Above, which uh, Lana wanted to put Charles in this dog competition to try to compete with this other girl. So um, I was excited for this episode because it is a Lana episode and Lana really deserved more episodes of season three. So to see that she got one with Charles was nice because again, she loves animals. So it was nice to see that. And just to see Charles like acting all cute and adorable. He's so precious. He's really cute like after seeing that i'm like oh wait we're getting the loud pet episode next week i'm like oh we're gonna see like mischievous charles again from like pet's peeve you know um so but it was nice to see charles just acting all adorable around lana but as i was watching the episode i was like wait haven't i seen this episode before yes i have it's called toads and tiaras it was it was basically the same plot toads and tiaras were like uh, Lana had Lola train Charles to be more sophisticated and he ended up changing, but then Lana was like, wait, I like you better than this, and it was like, hug at the end, resolution, done. They left the competition to even, like, compete or win again, I don't know. <laughs> that was kind of weird where it was like, oh, we're not gonna, we're not gonna compete anymore, we're, we're done with this, I'm like, okay, alright, fine, I guess, you know. Um, it was still a nice episode for Lana, um, I liked seeing the Lincoln cameo where he helped Lana, and then Lucy came in and was like, um, Lincoln fell down but I guess, like, something happened and he fell down and it looked like he was dead. So Alana was like, I need to help Lincoln. And then Lucy just comes in like, no, he's fine the way it is. It just drags his dead body. <laughs> like, that was just the funniest thing to me. I'm just like, Lucy, just, like, Lucy he's dead. I just drag him. He's fine. <laughs> oh, that was, that was, that was funny. But I think just seeing an Alana episode was good. But it's like, I've seen this episode before the same episode with the same character just it's not Lincoln it's Lana training Charles instead of La- instead of Lincoln training Lana so it was so good! And now let's get into the meat of this podcast, which is the Casa Grande episodes! So, we had New Haunts that premiered last week, and then Croak premiered first on YouTube on the 21st, then also premiered today officially on TV, so I, I so I had already watched it beforehand. But let's talk about New Haunts. New Haunts was the episode where Ronnie and Sid get invited to a 6th graders party, and think it's like a costume party, but it's really just a regular party. So, like I said on the last podcast, I was so excited for this episode, Because I wanted to see Ronnie and interacting with other kids. And hearing that this party was actually from a sixth grader was kind of interesting because, like, how do they know sixth graders? Are they actually in school now? Because we have not seen Ronnie and Sid in school yet. We're not seeing that until the the Two of the Clubs episode. So to hear that they know sixth graders is so weird. And then they get invited to the party, and like the kid, I think his name is Kingston, is like, I told you not to invite fifth graders, and he's like, she was really tall, I didn't know. Wait, what? <laughs> you didn't check to see that Ronnie M was a fifth grader? You just thought because she's tall, she was in sixth grade? What? But even the other guys knew that she wasn't in fifth grade, and he was just like, oh, I just invited her because she was tall. Like, wow. <laughs> How shallow can you be, you know? And this episode, like... Ronnie and didn't really interact much with the kids. It was mostly Sid acting all awkward at the party. They were kind of awkward because they were the only ones wearing costumes. And these kids were like, oh, we all dress up for Halloween. I'm like, what? (laughs) When I was in middle school, I loved dressing up for Halloween. Like, I guess these kids are going through the, uh, I'm too old for this phase as we all go through during our lives, but I just thought they were way too young to think that dressing up for Halloween was baby stuff, but seeing Sid interact with the kids was kind of, you know, fun, but Ronnie didn't really interact with them as much as I thought she would, because to know that she knew a sixth grader was so weird to me, like, how did they meet? How did she know them? I think, I think Sid even said, like, oh, I think we got invited because I helped Kingston get a, eraser out of his ear like it was just this was the weirdest thing to me like I was thinking to myself wait how do they know a sixth grader like they're in fifth grade did they just bump into him in the sc- hallway did he notice them was like hey you look like a sixth grader I'm inviting you to my party Kay. like I don't uh, know like that was just the weirdest thing to me and also if Sid said that she helped Kingston get a racer out of his ear does that mean that Sid is in sixth grade then that can't be because She's 12, she'd be 6th grade, but Ronnie and Sid are in the same class together, so I don't know, I'm so confused. Unless sixth graders are in the same classes together, it's so, so weird, I don't know. I also did really like how Bobby was super supportive of Ronnie Ann, even though Ronnie Ann said, oh, every year we put on a haunted house back in Royal Woods and we're doing it this year at the Mercado, which I think that's a nice little callback to the uh, role model flashback where Ronnie Ann and Bobby are dressed up as uh, zombies and they actually have, like, all the decorations back in the house. Maybe they actually did put a haunted house... during that time when even Ronnie M was younger. I thought that was a nice little continuity thing. Maybe it wasn't connected to that, but I still thought it was uh, an interesting thing that maybe they continued that from Role Model. But Bobby was just like, yeah, I know that you... Uh, I know that we have this tradition, but it's okay, have fun, you know, it was your first Halloween in the city, have fun, just live it up. And he's like, and I'm like, oh, Bobby's so supportive, like, even though that he wants to spend time with Ronnie, and he's like, yeah, just go hang out in the city, it's your first time, have fun. He's so supportive of her. And even at the end of the episode where she tells him that they didn't have fun, he's like, it's okay, you could do the vampire boogie with me together it was just great Bobby's a great big brother like he's wonderful I absolutely adore Bobby and then of course we get Samir in this episode so like I said a million times I had wanted Sid and Samir to meet for the first time so I I did not want Sid to just know Samir slash Ronnie and City friends but nope, Sid just knows him. <laughs> like Ronnie and just texts Samir and is like, she's just like, "Hey, I'll text Samir. Oh, he's at a party. Oh, that's cool." Like Sid goes, "Oh, that's neat. I'm like, oh, wait, does Sid just know Samir And then when Samir comes over to them, Sid's just like, "Oh, guys, can you help me out?" I'm like, so does does Sid just know that Ronnie and had a bunch of friends before her? Or did she meet Sid before her city friends? How does she know them? Why does she know them? It's so confusing because like I talked about this on Twitter. No with Sid knowing Ronnie and City friends, it implies something that friended doesn't address. Which is if Ronnie and Y the best friend, how come she couldn't make like Nikki or Samir or Casey her best friends? They're already her friends. She already has friends she hangs out with. Why is why is Sid so important to her? in this context, even though it's like, oh, Sid will be in the same apartment building as her, that'll be neat, because they'll be ne- next to each other. But R- Rodian already has other friends. I mean, why is Sid so important to that if she already has friends that are already established, and Sid already knows that and is cool with it? Like, I would have thought that Sid wouldn't be cool if Rodian had any other friends. She would have been like, oh, you already have other friends? I thought I was your best friend. No, 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 it, it We're just, we're just... Chilling together. It's fine. They're not really my best friends. You're my best friend. And still, it still is like, to me, how will Sid react to Lincoln now? Now that, now that Sid knows that Ronnie Anne has other friends in the city, now that she'll know that she has another friend back in Royal Woods that was clearly her best friend then before Sid, how will she react to that? It's like, I thought you didn't have all, all these friends. Like, Sid did not have all these friends, but Ronnie Anne does now. It's kind of crazy to me that she would have not have been introduced to Samir, Nikki, and Casey on the spot. They're just like, oh, she knows him already. It's cool. They're not gonna question it. I'm questioning it. I know, you know that I was gonna question it, but now I'm questioning it as to how she would have met Samir at all. Like, did Rodney introduce her to them? Does Rodney just like, oh, I have other friends, that's cool. Does she- Did she tell her about Lincoln yet? Is the question I'm having in the back of my mind. Now that I know Lincoln's appearing in the Casa Grande's. Has Roddy Ann told Sid about Lincoln? Please tell me she told him about him. And if she has, show it off, show it on screen rather than Sid being like, oh, yeah, Lincoln, I totally know him. Like, don't do that to me again, don't do that to me again, I swear. Do not make Lincoln's introduction less of that, So like, please. Sid has to meet Lincoln on the spot. She can't just not notice Lincoln, unless, again, they show it on screen. But if they do an off-screen introduction, I will be very, very disappointed, because they did that with Ronnie and Cid friends, and they do that with Lincoln, because, again, he's very important to Ronnie Anne in that context, and Sid is very important to Ronnie Ann. So they're like, oh, Sid already knows him, he already knows her, then I'm gonna be disappointed, very, very disappointed. But back to, back to New Hots. I still like the episode, though, because it was, again, it was a Ronnie and Sid episode, it was a really good episode for them, but I just love Bobby being very, um, kind and supportive of Ronnie and that they did a little thrower dance at the end or the vampire bookie i adore the music they play during that little dance they do i think it's so cute and the music is gorgeous i would love to get like an official release of that background music i love it i listen to it all the time So it was a good episode. Nothing spectacular, but I still thought it was just a good episode just to see Ronnie interact with other people, then see Samir again, and see her with Bobby. I think it was just a nice episode just for that. And then we got Croat, which was the Day of the Dead episode, which premiered on the 21st first on YouTube, and then they premiered it... Uh, today with the new Loud House episodes. So I remember when the live stream had started They started at the end of the episode. I'm like Nick spoilers much <laughs> Like somebody did not start at the beginning. They started at the end So they spoil like everything so and then something happened and I'll talk about it later But we'll, I want to talk about the episode for a second So this episode was about Adelaide Her frog had died so Roddy and Sid Lord about the Day of the Dead So they tried to teach her about it by saying oh you can make this and you can have Froggy visit you for today but Adelaide Adelaide thinks that Froggy's actually going to come visit, so they get a fake frog, which is fake Froggy, and they try to have Adelaide spend time with her, but then Adelaide goes way too far and is like, I'll bring back all of these people, Aunt Millie, Abraham Lincoln, and some other thing. I think it was like a dog or something. Now, <laughs> bias on for a second. Every time I heard Ronnie and said, say Abraham Lincoln, it made it so, it, it did not make it easy for me to think of actual TLH Lincoln. Like, hearing Rodney and say Abraham Lincoln, or Sid say Abraham Lincoln, I'm like, this is the closest I'll get to Sid saying Lincoln in the show <laughs> until he appears. But it, it was, it was not easy. Why did they put Abraham Lincoln in that? I, did, I just couldn't because, like, guys, you can't say Lincoln in the show. You're nowhere you're gonna make me think of actual TLH Lincoln. So it wasn't easy. But besides that, um... I really like this episode because it touched upon death and it actually taught you about the Day of the Dead. Like in the beginning, Rosa is setting up everything and teaching Ronnie instead about the Day of the Dead. I think it's a really sweet episode and it really teaches you about the culture and stuff. Like Carl was setting up the marigolds around the area because... Rosa had taught him that you make a path so the ancestors will follow you back to your home which is really sweet like and then when Adelaide found out that Ronnie and Sid were faking all the people she was bringing back she was upset and then Rosa went to help her because Ronnie and Sid kind of taught her the wrong way of Day of the Dead where they thought oh we could bring all these people to life actually for real but it wasn't the case so Rosa kind of you know helped Adelaide you know get better you know she kind of like comfort her and saying you know even though Froggy isn't here you'll it'll, it'll feel like he's here and it was just super super sweet it was a really heartwarming episode I adore Adelaide I know that um somebody on the crew I think it was Whitney posted about how um originally the people on originally Adelaide was actually supposed to be a boy But then they fought to keep Adelaide on the show, and I'm so glad they did. Adelaide is super-duper precious. I love her design. I love her voice. She is super-duper adorable. I'm so glad they've kept her. But with her liking frogs, it makes it so easy to have a crossover episode with Lana. They really need to meet, because of... Because if Adelaide likes frogs, so does Lana, so I'd really like to see them actually do a crossover episode with that. But besides that, I think Croats was just a really, really cute episode. It was so heartwarming and sweet. Lalo, you made me cry just from the part of Adelaide crying over, you know, realizing that Froggy is never going to come back. It was just a really, really sweet episode. (laughs) But then at the end of the episode, Rodian goes, wait, where's Carl? And then he's, like, talking about how, like, there's the last of the marigolds, now where am I? In the Loud House! And I'm like, what? <laughs> so, I remember seeing, I was watching the episode, and I see Carl, like, you know, talking about, oh, our ancestors will find our way back. And I look at the background, and I'm like, wait a minute. I've seen this before. That looks like, and then it cuts through the Loud House, and I'm like, what? what (laughs) excuse me did he end up at the loud house and they actually played the music in the background like in the loud house you see carl like look like what the fuck i'm like what what (laughs) what just happened like uh, it was this cute heartwarming episode was adorable was precious and all of a sudden we get the loud house cinematic universe confirmed like That was amazing to me that they decided to have Carl end up at the Loud House. But what's crazy to me now is that Carl walked all the way from the Great Lake City to the Loud House. All the way in one day without getting hurt. How is that possible? How did he walk all the way from Great Lake City three hours? Three hours by by car, right? And I remember talking about some of my friends with this. He could have walked... It it could it, it could take him eight to nine hours to walk from Great Lake City to Royal Woods. How he did not look up for a moment and think, "Wait, where am I now? Great, like I'm in Royal Woods. How did I get here? Like, why did he stop for a moment to think?" Maybe I've gone too far. Like, he didn't even look for a second. He kept walking and kept looking down, not realizing where he's going. And then he ended up at the Loud House. That's the craziest thing to me, that they actually had Carl walk all the way from Great Lake City to the Loud House. That is incredible. And again, him not getting hurt, though. Like, he was all by himself at the Loud House. Like, can you imagine if, like, the Louds were there in the house and they look out the window and are like, uh, guys? Do you see what I see? And they all look and they're like, "Wait, isn't that Carl Casagrande? What's he doing here?" <laughs> like they open the door and they're like Carl, and they're like, "Hey guys, what are you doing here?" Oh, uh, I was making a path for our ancestors, and I ended up here at the Loud House, and then you hear, like, Lori be like, wait, you're here? Is Bobby here? And then, Roddy, and then, like, Lincoln's like, is Roddy in here? And it's like, oh, no, it's it's just me. And then Lori and Lincoln like, just look at each other, and they're like, don't worry, we'll bring you back. <laughs> like, Lori's like, it's okay, Carl, I'll bring you back. It's not like I need to see Bobby again or anything, and Ro- Lincoln's just like, I'll come with you! It's not like I have to see Roddy again or anything, you know, and Carl's just like, guys, come on, we know this. <laughs> like, he had to go back to, um, he had to go back to the Casa Grande somehow, like, he couldn't, I mean, he, he could have walked back, but I feel like maybe he knocked at the door and was like, hey guys, can I get a ride back to Great Lake City? And they're like, what are you doing here? <laughs> I kind of wish in the in the New Loud House episode, we could have seen, like, the trail of marigolds, like, at the at the house to kind of keep that continuity. And I remember uh, when my friends was talking about this and how, oh, so you made a path for the ancestors. We all know that the ancestors are the Loud House, and I'm like, yo, <laughs> wait a minute, that's right because it's a spin-off show. So technically, the Loud House, the Louds, are their ancestors because it is a spin-off show of the Loud House. I mean, again, it might, it could have been just a funny coincidence. Miguel could have been like, oh, what if we did this, it'll be funny. But all of us are trying to analyze how we ended up at the Loud House and what kind of context that would have been if the Louds would have saw like this marigold path and maybe they saw the marigold path after Carl walked back and they walked all the way and followed it too and they end up at Great Lake City and it's like like they're um Carl's like, The ancestors are coming and then the the Castagrande's open the door and they see it's the Louds and they're like, Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. Like oh my gosh. That ending is incredible. Like I've watched that ending so many times, I posted it on Twitter, and Lalo was like commenting, saying like, oh, um, you know, I think it was Miguel's idea, so Miguel, again, Miguel, you're the best, man, you're the best! <laughs> Giving us that TLE cinematic universe, am I right? Like, Miguel was just like, guys, we need to have this, like, I would have loved to sit in the pitch meeting, where they're pitching quotes, like, Lalo was pitching is like, okay guys, you know, I have a great episode idea. Day to day, we have to do it. It'll be wonderful. It'll be sweet, heartwarming, great. And then he's like talk- like writing it down. And he's talking to Miguel. And it's like, okay. So we have Carl with this ruddy gag where he's throwing the marigolds. He's going around. And then I have him end up like at this um, bus station or something. I don't know. And then Miguel's like, Lalo, you know what we have to do. We have to have Carl end up at the Loud House. Lalo just looks at him right. Miguel, are you sure about this button? Yes. Yes, we're going to do this. We're going to have we're going to have Carl end up in the Loud House. The best part, we're going to play the music and show the house. We're not going to have any of the characters. No, we have to just have the house. That's the best cameo. Is just to have the house. Make the fans wanting more, and then they did it. Well, I was just like, okay, fine with me. <laughs> you know, all right, you're the boss man. You got it. Like whatever Miguel says, it goes. So Miguel's got us covered, man. Like he's got us on the TLH cinematic universe. You know, like the moment I saw that. I saw that, um, that ending, I was like, it's the TLA Cinematic Universe. We got the cro- We got the crossover episodes early before Season 5, so... I mean, again, we're getting to link it in the show, in the Casa Grande, so we're already getting crossover episodes regardless of that, so... You know, it's just crazy to me that Carl walked all the way from Great Lake City to Royal Woods. So, like, how he ended up there... How did he get back? I don't know. Did he walk back? Did he ask for a ride? I don't know. Like, I still imagine that Carl asked for a ride. He knocked on the door and was like, Hey, guys, can I get a ride back? And Laurie and was just like, we'll go. <laughs> and like, everybody else was like, why don't we go? No, it's okay, guys. Stay here. We got this, we know where the city is, we'll we'll just go, it's okay. We'll we'll wait for the next Loud House Loudest Thanksgiving part two for you guys to go to the city. But for now, we got this, it's cool. (laughs) So yeah, besides the ending, which was fantastic, Crowe was still a really cute and heartwarming episode. Lalo, you did Lalo, you did a fantastic job on this episode, and everybody else who worked on the episodes as well. All of the episodes, the Loud House and the Casta Grande's, were all just great episodes. You all hit the mark with these episodes. So yeah, this episode of Casa Grande chats was a handful. <laughs> so there was just so much to talk about on this podcast. There was just so much stuff to cover, and I'm out of the breath. <laughs> so if you have any questions about the podcast or want to discuss the podcast with me, you can contact me over X Sunny Clips or the podcast's Twitter, Casa Grande Chats. And we'll see you all next time on Casa Grande Chats.